From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, today your baby-faced assassin of freedom started a little funky. The godfather of soul himself, James Brown. And it's very descriptive of my mood the last few days. And really, it's really time for the big payback because frankly after dealing with so much uh, dealing with the abomination from hell called the debt ceiling deal that was one uh, now we're dealing with the Trump indictment that happened Tuesday in Miami and then let's throw in sort of a little something to kind of put the cherry on top of this sick twisted Sunday. The 20 Republicans or supposed Republicans that saved Shifty Shift's sorry carcass. And, and there's more, there, there, there is more, but I finally have, and I made a promise to y'all last week and I kept it. As of earlier today, I have officially uh, changed my political affiliation from Republican to Independent. Because frankly, what I've been seeing from the so-called GOP uh, makes them more like SOBs. And I've had it. I've had it. I've been patient. I've been incredibly Gracious, I haven't gone off on anybody, but enough is enough. I mean, seriously, enough is enough. And I just said, no more. Now, I know there are going to be people, and I know within my circle who are going to wonder, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? I mean, why are you becoming independent? I said, really? <clears throat> I don't want to think of it as term as a protest vote, but frankly, when Republicans are treating people like myself, I mean, I, I've heard it. I've heard both sides of this as a black American. When I became a conservative back in the early 90s, my first vote as a Republican was in 1994 with Newt Gingrich and the contract with America. I was such a dork then because I was much younger, much more naive, and I really didn't understand how the politics of this works. You know, 
the whole thing with the uniparty, the donor class that pretty much gets what it wants. And I've had it. I, I just said, this is enough. The debt deal, two years of uncapped spending by the Biden administration. And I don't even think the $4 trillion uh, low end uh, assessment or estimate I don't think it's I'm fully expecting it to be beyond that like five trillion maybe six trillion with just within the next couple of well, I'm not even two years I would say about a year and a half because we're in the we're in mid-june of 2023 we're not we're not even into the primary season in full uh, we don't have the Iowa caucuses haven't happened. The New Hampshire primary hasn't happened. The South Carolina primary hasn't happened. And yet, and yet, Donald Trump, not the GOP, Donald Trump is doing things that are blowing people's minds. I mean, it's certainly blowing mine. And frankly, GOP. You want more blacks to vote Republican? You want more minorities, Hispanics, and others to vote Republican? Well, take it from a guy who has done that for the last about 30 years. I'm done. Because if you really, GOP, want more blacks and more Hispanics and other minorities to vote Republican, stop treating them like the Democrats do. My gosh, people, it's not you who are getting blacks to vote. It's Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, baby, Donald Trump. And I have heard more minorities, blacks, Hispanics. I mean, certainly down in Miami, my gosh, uh, Cubans, uh, Venezuelans, Nicaraguans, Haitians. Uh, people who have uh, from the Caribbean uh, and other places who know what it's like to have uh, despots and tyrants rule over them. Communism, socialism, fascism, picketism. And these people know it, especially down in South Florida. This is why they were down there en masse on Tuesday to support Donald Trump. And yes, the media, all you media sharks, you were waiting, you know, with bated breath, with blood in the water. Jack Squat doesn't have a case. And oh yes, you know, oh yes, where was the almighty standing up for people of color, uh, BLM and Antifa? You didn't show. You were a no-show. You were wimps. Yep. And the fact that even another thing that really just fried me was the fact that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was the only, only presidential candidate that actually went down there in support of Trump and to decry the witch hunt, the politically motivated witch hunt of the special counsel. He was the only one. And as a bonus prize, 
he he basically let the cat out of the bag and saying that other candidates were told by their donors yes the donor class to stay away from the indictment the donors did not the candidates the donors told them got to go now thank goodness that Ramaswamy didn't give a rip and he did it anyway and on top of that just the night before uh, all that circus down there in Miami Ramaswamy went toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with Dana Bash of CNN and the girl got messed up bad because Ramaswamy wasn't taking any of that crap from her and the other pretty much white elites there at CNN. I mean, the only time they had a anchor that was black was Don Lemon and he's gone. You've got the Dana Bashes, the Jake Tappers, Wolf Blitzer, Anderson Cooper, a bunch of whole a whole bunch of messed up leftist lying pieces of crap journalists. So don't give me the oh well we're going to protect people of color because the only people that seem to talk about that are leftist and white and what really fries me now <clears throat> is the unmitigated gall that the democrats have now because now we're going into this summer the appropriation season and house appropriators i mean if anybody of the 149 that voted for this piece of crap debt ceiling tells you that oh we're going to take care of it in the in the appropriations process look at them square in the eye and say bull because it won't happen because you're going to go through the same sort of last minute thing because the end of the government's fiscal year is going to be september 30th and of course oh we have we, we're not going to have a shutdown we're going to have a shutdown frankly it, it's it's the same old same old because the problem from mid-september all the way to the end of september they're going to come up with some type of continuing resolution and down the road, as it gets to the end of the year, you're going to be screaming, you know, on the bus. And yeah, we know what happened the last time that happened. Oh yeah. Then especially in the Senate, no, don't even don't even listen to anybody who'll try to tell you that, oh, we're gonna make cuts in the appropriations process. No, you won't. No, you will not. Because doggone it, I'm like, ugh. It, it's so annoying. It is so annoying. Now, what's really blowing my mind about uh, this whole thing with uh, Trump uh, and this the special counsel, I'm like, oh, baby, hold up. This could get real interesting because I just discovered a part of this that completely escaped my mind. Now, keep in mind, you've got Jack Squat 
talking about Trump and documents and attempting to use the Espionage Act? Well, let's look at the flip side of the coin. Now, Professor Jonathan Turley, constitutional scholar, no friend of Trump, but the man is uh, about as intellectually honest as you can find. Now, he wrote on his website a column talking about a guy named Robert Hur. H-U-R. Now, has, does anybody remember that name? I mean, my gosh, you might as well put his face on a milk carton. Robert Hur is the special counsel that Merrick Garland, or Darth Merrick Garland, uh, sent out there to investigate Joe Biden's long honking list of classified documents that he was never, and I mean never, supposed to have to begin with. And that is a crime. But there's a reason why it's called the Presidential Records Act. Biden, this was, he had all of this. I mean, boxes, you want to talk about boxes? Boxes and boxes of classified material that he was never supposed to have. Never. Not as vice president. And it even goes back to the time when he was in the Senate. You cannot, unless you are president, have all these files. Now, granted, even though he is the acting president and, is, and he's illegitimate as the day is long, but he will, when he's gone, and I hope to God it's next year, he, you know, okay, sure, during his time, you know, if he wants to take certain files, fine. He can do that because he is covered under the Presidential Records Act. Now, the difference between Robert Hur and what he's doing, or, or supposed to be doing, and what Jack Smith, or Jack Squat, um, what he's doing is just... It's night and day, 180 degrees different. Now, this is interesting. Now, I, I want to just read just one little section of Jonathan Turley's column about Robert Hur. Now, this, uh, we're in mid-June. Robert Hur was appointed, he had to be appointed by Merrick Garland because Merrick Garland or Darth Merrick Garland, wanted to simply try to cover his sorry butt because he couldn't go after Trump and not go after Biden because that will completely ruin what was already a pretty lame charade of fairness. We're independent. Bull. <laughs> I mean, if somebody tries to tell me that Merrick Garland and the Department of Injustice is somehow independent, I will laugh my arse off because these are people who are either severely, severely deceived or they're just plain idiots because that doesn't work. So anyway, just taking this little paragraph from Jonathan Turley's column just tells me something or actually should tell anybody with half a brain what's going on here.
because we're all by the mainstream corporate media I mean we're all being taken on a Jedi mind trip it's really weird so Jonathan Turley wrote on his website this is also the six-month anniversary of the appointment of another special counsel Robert Herr in the company of better-known appointees like Robert Mueller John Durham and Smith her is the prosecutorial version of the missing beetle. He was appointed on January 12th and then seemingly vanished. Well, well, well. That's a that's a mind blower. I mean, everybody wants to talk about Jack Smith or Jack, well, Jack Squat, whatever. And and all that he's doing and oh, this is horrible. This is terrible. This is national security and, and everything. I listened to this. I listened to the wines. I listened to the Henny Penny, Chicken Little style. Oh no, this is terrible. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Or the use of, oh, look, look, shiny object over here. Look over here. Look over here. And apparently nobody's talked about Robert Herr. He's supposed to be looking into why Joe Biden, as vice president and senator, had files he was never supposed to have in unsecure places like his home, in his garage, in his home in Delaware, right next to his prized Corvette. Also the Penn Biden Center, uh, not too far from the White House. Oh yeah, and putting all those files in there. I'm like, and yet, we have not heard one peep, not one stinking peep out of Robert Herr. No leaks, nothing to the media, not pushing forward any kind of, well, cockamamie, wackadoodle uh, narrative. And so, yeah, we're, we're having problems here. We're having some serious, serious problems here. Plus, also, yeah, you haven't heard about Robert Herr and what he's supposed to be doing. And yet, here we also have, we're more concerned about Trump's indictment than the fact that Charles Grassley, senator from Iowa, apparently knows that there are 17 separate recordings by the man who was the Burisma executive in the Ukraine, who apparently has gone poof missing since 2019 and is rumored to be somewhere uh, in Monaco or somewhere maybe in the south of France, the French Riviera. So I don't know, but yeah, hey, you know, let's hear the recordings. Let's, you know, put it out there. I mean, the FD-1023 form is an unclassified document, but now I'm beginning to understand a little bit of as to why they took an unclassified document, the FBI, turned it over to the House Oversight Committee, redacted the living snot out of it, and they made them read it in a skiff, a secured, compartmentalized facility. It makes no sense. Uh, that was the world I was in, in counterintelligence and intelligence analysis. This makes no sense. So we now, at least with the help of Senator Grassley, 
I don't if he actually has the recordings I don't know why he hasn't put them out there but still keep in mind we've got this going on but the mainstream media says oh look over here over here it's a misdirection you know look see Trump is Trump is terrible he's got all this stuff he has, he violated the espionage act and blah 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 when we have a real crime going on uh, with this whole mess in the Ukraine and Burisma holdings, but hey, nope, nothing to see here. You know, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Done. My gosh, folks, this is insane. And one other thing, this was really the, oh my gosh. I guess if you want to call it the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, Congresswoman Anna Polina Luna from Florida. You go, girl. Um, and, it's amazing. and they're not going after her pretty hard. Because if they do, they're going to look like bullies. Because Anna Polina Luna is everything the mainstream media wants to avoid. I mean, she is a Hispanic woman. She is a military veteran. Uh, poor thing got a busted leg. And on top of that, she's seven months pregnant. Oh, they can't afford to go after her that hard because they will look like nothing more than bullies. Oh, and I kind of like that. But anyway, so she's put it, the censure out there, put it to a vote, and 20 supposed Republicans voted with the Democrats to save Adam Schiff's sorry, sorry carcass. Now, keep in mind, folks, this is the same Adam Schiff who for years, years during the Trump administration, uh, was going to every single solitary um, mainstream media outlet to put, continuing to put forth the lie of Trump-Russia collusion, Trump-Russia collusion. Oh, I have this, I, I have the evidence, but I can't really show you. He lied his ass off for years. He abused his position as the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, putting this crap out there. And yet, he mean, and yet, a known sociological, pathological, serial liar, as well as a hypocritical pile of manure, he, I mean, and yet, 20 Republicans saved his sorry butt. And last night, when I was making an appearance with uh, my friends up in Nashville uh, on Heartland Liberty, I read the list of the 20 Republicans who voted to save this sorry piece of crap. Kelly Armstrong, North Dakota. Lori Chavez de Reamer, Oregon. Ooh, yeah. Hey, Oregon 5, you like that? I, I grew up in Oregon, so I understand Oregon politics. Juan Siscomani of Arizona. Representative Tom Cole of Oklahoma, who, by the way, happens to be the chair 
of the House Rules Committee. Mm, makes you wonder. Uh, Warren Davidson of Ohio, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Kay Granger of Texas, Garrett Graves of Louisiana, Thomas Keene Jr. of New Jersey, Kevin Kiley, California, uh, Young Kim, California, Michael Lawler, New York, Thomas Massey, Thomas Massey from Kentucky. This is the same Thomas Massey in the Rules Committee who essentially put that piece of crap out there for a full vote. And, they, and he thought he was all that in a bag of chips. Your chips are stale, dude. And I pray somebody seriously, seriously primaries your butt. Uh, again, the rest of them include Tom McClintock of California, Marcus Molinaro of New York, Jay Obernolte, California, Michael K. Simpson of Ohio, David Val Valadal, California, Steve Womack, Arkansas, and last and certainly not least, Michael Turner of Ohio, who is the current chair of the House Intelligence Committee. Hello. Could somebody explain that to me? Please explain it to me. I mean, these are, I mean, it's bad enough when you're dealing with the 149 who voted for this debt ceiling debacle. Now you got 20 more who are saving the sorry, sorry hide of a pathological serial liar, pencil neck, melon head, Adam Schiff. And believe me, somebody is going to have to deal with this. So, I mean, for me, I simply say this. Yep. That, that's the only thing I can say. It needs to be done. Because if this country is going to have any chance of survival, there has to be so many things done. And we now have identified a lot of rhinos. They don't care about you, America. They only care about themselves following the orders of their donors, uh, their special interest lobbyists, and so forth. They don't care. They're going to stick you with a at least $4 trillion bill because that's going to be added to an already pushing $32 trillion debt. And... And don't just keep it at four. I mean, be ready potentially for it to be five, maybe six. There's no cap. There's no cap on this. So, yeah, I'm sick of it. So I just finally said, you know, I'm done with this. I am totally done with this. And when and if the GOP actually wants to earn my vote, I might come back, but for right now, I need to stay independent because I don't want to owe anybody, Republican or Democrat, any kind of favors. And I'm sure they're not going to be exactly nice to me um, in Tallahassee with a supermajority of Republicans. But in black and right has always been about independent thought. This group think 
like black Americans have. If you're not, if you're, you know, I mean, Biden said it, you know, it was very, it was incredibly racist. But yet, still, a whole bunch of black folks voted for that man anyway. You know, if you're not vote, if you're voting for Trump, you're not black. How the hell is that not racist? Seriously, please, somebody tell me, because some some of y'all who are a little bit too, uh, you know, well, I'm educated and I'm enlightened. Big deal, big freaking deal. I don't have a college degree, and yet. Most of the time, I'm the smartest man in the room. And I never wanted to be. So, ugh. So, yeah. I decided if I wanted to be an independent thinker, I had to be independent. Uh, I, I just had to basically, for the sake of my own conscience, I cannot in good conscience support the GOP blindly because I, I can't do it anymore. So I have to be independent and I have to really not care who I piss off. And that's exactly the reason why I did what I did. I want to be able to go to bed at night knowing that I stuck with my, the courage of my convictions and I am not going to be some hack of the party. Now, for those who are going to be uh, precinct folks and kick out your rhino leadership god bless you i hope you succeed i truly do georgia just did it this past weekend and they've got a maga leadership in the state of georgia hallelujah and thank god for that <clears throat> but as for me being in media it's like i need to be free from any kind of influence from either party. So this is why, for a while anyway, <coughs> I will stick with being an independent. Because right now, that's the best thing I can do for me going into the rest of this year and going into the primary season, uh, starting with the Iowa caucuses. So, my friends, that's kind of how I'm doing today. This is how I'm feeling today. But I just cannot be just sort of some tool or token. I can't do it anymore. And I won't do it anymore. Earn my trust. Earn my respect. Earn my vote. Otherwise, eh. You know, I will make up my own mind and keep my own counsel if you don't mind. So with that, my friends, I'm going to call it a day. Thanks so much for listening. As always, you can follow and subscribe uh, to the podcast. We're on all podcast platforms. Just pick your favorite. Uh, subscribe and follow in black and right. And tell your friends. Spread the word. We're going to, uh, we're looking to go down to uh, West Palm Beach in mid-July for a Turning Point USA conference. We're right now raising funds for it. We're about halfway to what we need. You, you can find that, uh, our fundraiser, on inblackandright.net. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a nice big white donate button. So take care, my friends. 
WTF Friday will be back tomorrow. Looking forward to that. And as always, just remember, Patriots come in all colors. Thank <laughs> you.